We're going to go back to Matthew chapter 10. And uh, I'm, I'm going to go back to this verse, uh, verse 8 and talk a little bit about that. We're going to have a little bit of practice today. Um, I realize I haven't done this in a while, so I'm going to do that. And just relax. Don't worry. It's okay. Uh, Matthew chapter 10 verse 8 says, Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons freely you have received, freely give. I talked about resurrection, and, and you might wonder how you ever do that. Proclaim life in Jesus' name. <laughs> We've heard stories. Um, one that came out of Bethel. A lady was a nurse. She was driving to work, and there was a horrible accident. Um, and as she pulled up, there were bodies kind of on the hillside, different people injured. And one lady was laying there. Her, her head was twisted in a way that it looked like her neck was broken. And... She walked up to to this woman, and she appeared to be dead. And so she just began to proclaim life over that lady. And the paramedics weren't even there yet. And she just, I declare life in Jesus' name. And that's all she's done, just declare life in Jesus' name. I declare life in Jesus' name. And all of a sudden, the lady's head moved, and she was fine. Uh, we had a fellow by the name of Dan Moeller here, too. Uh, well, that's, a, that's another, I, I'm getting ahead of myself. Anyway, in those situations, you declare life in Jesus' name. But what I'm going to talk about today is heal the sick. Uh, I want to talk about how, how to pray for people for healing. I don't know if anybody's ever kind of told you or led you or, or taught you how to do that. We learned a particular way of doing it, and it's not the method that does it. It's just the fact that you pray for somebody. But if you have a method, if you have a way to do it, you'll feel more comfortable praying for people. If you think, okay, I know how to, I, I just do this. This is what I do. And so I want to talk about that and, and help you so that when the, the occasion arises to pray for somebody, you'll know, you'll know what to do. In the early church, um, the early church, first, second century, second century, there are some writings that we have from some of the church fathers that actually believed it was a sin. If you ran into somebody came across somebody that was sick, and you didn't pray for their healing. They just, they just assumed it was sinful that you didn't pray for them. And so you see, we've come a long way from where the church used to be, and I believe that God wants to restore that. So I'm just going to share some things with you, just a, a way to maybe think about how to approach, uh, how you pray for somebody for healing. And um, you can do it anytime, anywhere. If the opportunity arises and if you just take the initiative. So the first thing that we look at is the interview. The interview. (laughs) Sounds formal, but it's not. I mean, if you're talking to somebody and they say, well, I kind of have a headache. Or I have this pain in my shoulder. Find out about it. Ask Ask them about it. Now, if you don't know the person, see, sometimes you'll run into people. You might, you might be in the store sometime and see somebody that's, got their arm in a sling or walking with crutches, and the Lord just impresses you to go talk to them. And a conversation is open up, opens up, and you can actually pray for them. Well, find out what their name is first. That's the first part of the interview is at least know who you're praying for if the Lord opens that opportunity. And uh, find out their name and then ask them about what's going on with them. What is it that, that is your issue? Not your issue, like you've got a problem, but what is the pain? What is the situation? that you need prayer for, and find out as specific as you can. You want to identify specifically what the problem is, uh, even in technical terms, if you can, because 
the more specific you are, it's not because God can't figure it out, but sometimes the enemy is just finicky about whether we're specific or not. That's why when it comes to confession of sin, we need to name the sin. Otherwise, we don't get the the freedom that, that we're desiring. And it's the same with healing. We need to be specific about what we're praying for. And so you try to find out what the problem is. Find out when it started. Is it recent? Is it just a few weeks? Is it a, a year? Is it several years? Is it many years? And find out when, it's, when it happened. And then ask them this. Did anything significant happen when you sustained this injury or this problem came? What, hap- what was going on in your life? Was there some, something that came up that caused you to um, have some kind of an emotional response? Was there trauma? Was there an injury? Was there an accident? Was there something that happened? And it's important to ask them that because sometimes that can be a key to their healing. I'll tell you a story in relation to that. I was in Brazil with Global Awakening, Randy Clark's ministry, and the very first person that I prayed for on the ministry team was a woman who came and I had an interpreter with me and uh, because I don't know Portuguese, and the woman said she had, she had sores and lumps inside her mouth. I said, okay, how long have you had those lumps? She said, about six months. I said, okay, what did anything happen back then that, that you can remember that was significant in your life? She said, no. I said, okay. Okay, so well, let's pray. So I prayed for her, and uh, I'll explain how to pray in a minute. I prayed for her, and then I said, okay, are the lumps there or are they gone? She said, they're still there. I said, okay. I said, what happened six months ago? So her eyes kind of went down, and she said, well, I have a neighbor, and she had a boyfriend, and and six months ago, we started dating. I took her boyfriend away from her. So she made me a meal, and she put curses on it, gave it to me. I didn't know it. I ate it, and ever since then, I have lumps in my mouth. I said, oh, that's rather significant. (laughs) I said, okay, now I know how to pray. And so I broke the curse that was placed on her, came against the enemy. I said, we're breaking off this curse in the name of Jesus by the power of the blood. And then I prayed for those lumps to go away, just like that. And I said, okay, check your mouth. How's your mouth? She said, they're gone, just like that. So see, sometimes, sometimes sickness, illness is initiated by something that goes on in our lives. There's a... There, there are also um, sin issues that can cause physical symptoms. Um, if you ever want to look into it, you can read stuff by Henry Wright, a pastor down in Georgia, who talks about, he's written volumes, and you can go to his website. I can't think of the name. That might come to me. Um, but he's written volumes on the relationship between sin and diseases and relates them. Um, I mean, he really goes into it. And I... I read, I have the inf- most of the information in my head, or at least the knowledge of that. I don't know all the details because I don't go quite as far as he goes because he just thinks everything is related to sin. I just believe that everything that's a sickness or pain or disease is related to the enemy, uh, and I approach it from that way. But there still are a lot of good things that he says. He's seen all kinds of things healed when they do with the, the root of the sin that's, that some people hang on to. Bitterness. 
is one of the big things. Also, when you're, when you're talking to someone, if you pray for them and nothing happens, ask them, is there anything that you know of that you need to confess? Sometimes people have bitterness towards somebody else. And, and there's, there's actually, you see, anytime we give in to sin and, and we hang on to it, we open the door for the enemy to come in. Now, I'm not saying that every sickness is because of that, but there can be those issues. So you have to be aware of that. You have to be sensitive to the Lord. The Holy Spirit may give you instruction as to um, ask them about this. Ask them about how do they get along with their mother? Uh, how do they get along with their father? How do they get along with their siblings? You might just get a thought like that. Um, but you're not, you're not looking to bring condemnation. You're just looking for a source. And if they're willing, many times if they're willing to confess or to forgive somebody that they hold a grudge against, the healing comes just so much easier. And so you just, just try... I, don't let that worry you if you don't normally hear the Lord that well um, and don't get those kind of promptings. Don't worry about it. The Lord can overcome all that if you're willing to pray. Um, you just need faith enough to pray for somebody. That's how much faith you need. The Lord does the rest. So when you get ready to pray for someone, I, I usually like to lay my hands on them, but I ask them first if it's okay if I touch them. Can I put my hand on your shoulder? Can I put my hand on your head? Is that all right? If they say no, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Um, I think there's something powerful in laying on of hands. But if they say no, God can work around that. It's okay. And I ask them that. And then when I pray for them, I keep my eyes open. Keep my eyes open. I watch them. <laughs> I watch to see if there's any response. I've seen people, when I start to pray for them, they start to cry. And very often what happens, see, the Holy Spirit knows how to lead us through this stuff. And he knows how to help us so that we don't have to have it all figured out. Sometimes just the fact that you lay your hands on somebody and you ask the Holy Spirit to come, the Holy Spirit can bring things to their mind that they need to deal with. And so I'll pray, and I'll, and I'll say, okay, I'll, I know specifically what the issue is. And so I'm not going to ask God to heal them, okay? I am not going to ask the Holy Spirit to heal them. Because Jesus said, go back to the verse. He didn't say, ask me to heal them. He said, heal the sick. I'm supposed to heal them. You're supposed to heal them. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. It's God. But you don't say, God, this is a really good person, and they really deserve it. They've been through a lot. Don't go into all that. You don't have to convince God to heal. God is just looking for somebody to work through to release healing. Okay? So if you have that understanding, you can, you can walk in that a lot easier, more easily. And so you just, you're just, you're going to, in the name of Jesus... I command this pain to go. I command this sickness to go. I speak healing to this ankle. I command the headache to leave. Whatever it is, I speak specifically to that issue and say, go. So I don't spend a lot of time. So I'll initially go, Holy Spirit, come. And and I know the Holy Spirit's always with us, but I want his manifest presence. I want his healing power to come. So I say, Holy Spirit, come. And fill this person. Just fill them right now. See, and that, that initial welcoming of the Holy Spirit into their lives and into their body, 
he can go wherever he wants. He can do whatever he wants to do. And so sometimes people have different sensations. Uh, some people will feel heat. Some people will feel tingling or electricity. Um, some people will feel peace. Some people will cry. Sometimes you'll see eyes start fluttering. Um, different people react differently to the, to the manifest presence of the Holy Spirit. It's the power of God. You're really releasing the power of God into their life, into their body. And so there's different reactions. Now, some people don't feel anything. They don't sense anything. They just they feel pretty much like a stone, which is often the way I feel when people pray for me. I feel pretty much like nothing, and that's okay. That doesn't mean that God's not doing something. Just the, the manifestation, however it may come or whether it comes or not, doesn't mean anything. But what, when you do get those, it kind of can give you a hint as to where you need to go next. So I'll pray for a little bit, and I'll, I'll, I'll just speak to whatever it is commanded to go, and then I'll stop, and I'll say, what are you sensing? What are you feeling? Is anything going on? And you get all kinds of answers that way. No, I don't feel anything. Or some people say, well, it's, the pain's not as bad. If they say the pain's not as bad, then I'm going to pray for them again and keep praying till the pain goes away. If it went left a little bit, that means that there's some healing coming, and I just need to keep after it until it's gone completely. Um, some people will say, well, I had a pain in my shoulder, but now my knee's hurting. I don't know if you've ever had that, but when the pain moves around somebody's body, that's an afflicting spirit. And so you just need to deal with the afflicting spirit. You say, get out of here. I come against this afflicting spirit, and I command you to leave now in Jesus' name. And so if the pain moves around, it wasn't a problem with the shoulder. It's, it's an actual spirit that's playing games with them. And so you do that. Um, they may tell, again, when you, when you stop and say, okay, now tell me what's going on. They might have a memory from when, who knows when. They may tell you something like, oh, well, you know, and the Holy Spirit just brings things to their mind. And when they, when they share that with you, it's okay. Well, let's deal with that then. If it's, again, if it's a forgiveness issue, then have them, have them pray to forgive whoever they haven't forgiven. Or if it's a sin issue, have them confess that sin. Um, if, if somebody was injured... Of course, we can't get in, I can't get into this too deeply. Um, if somebody was injured in an accident or something, they have residual pain. Um, trauma. Trauma brings its own kind of um, oppression from the enemy. And usually what comes from trauma is a spirit of fear takes up residence in that person because they were injured, they were hurt, they don't want that to happen again, and so they actually give place to fear and worry and so that becomes the, the, the ground, uh, the source, or the basic place from which the enemy works to wreak all kinds of other havoc. So, um, and the way to deal with the spirit of fear is to, is to have them confess it as sin and then just release God's love into their life. Because you can't, it's difficult to cast out a spirit of fear. It has to be replaced by love by God's love. Um, and so that's going to take some, it could take some time on their part to, to deal with it. But um, anyway, that's just a few things. There's plenty of things that 
that can happen. You, let me just say this too. You might be somewhere, you could even be in church. I mean, we've prayed for this. We've asked God to, to do this. Or you might be in a supermarket where God gives you word of knowledge, where you're, you're just shopping or you're just doing whatever. And you might be at work, and all of a sudden you get a pain in your shoulder. You never have pain in your shoulder. It's just not you. And it's like, man, I got this, what is this annoying pain? There's probably somebody around you that has a, sh- a shoulder problem, and God wants you to pray for them. And it's the Holy Spirit telling you that he's ready to heal them if you'll just look for them. And when he reveals it to them, reveals them to you, you'll pray for them, God will heal them. It's a word of knowledge for healing. It's a word of knowledge for healing. Um, there are times when we pray for the release of that here. And I, and I want God to do that. And, and uh, I don't want people sitting in... <laughs> Here on a Sunday morning getting pains and going, oh, man, I came to church and I got a pain in my knee. I got to go home and rest. You know, it's like, tell us so we can pray for somebody for their knee, you know. Um, in other words, what you, what, a word of knowledge, a word of knowledge could be a picture in your mind. It could be just an impression. It doesn't have to be an actual physical symptom. First word of knowledge I ever got, I saw a medical chart, like somebody's body that you see like a picture on, uh, in a doctor's office, and, um, and it was just one part of the body was highlighted. And that's all I saw was an odd thing. And uh, when I shared, shared it, two ladies were healed. Um, two women were healed um, in the course of the meeting. So sometimes if you're sitting here even in church, and we're having our service or we're doing worship, and a picture comes to your mind, we would really like you to let us know. Um, go to, when the ladies are here, go to Kim. When Artie's up here, go to Artie or come to Gail or, you know, folks that we have. Go back to Travis and just say, I've got a picture. I've got something.